0: So this is really an intuitive art, and it's not a science. I'm going to give you some how-tos, but I'm going to kind of also throw that out the window.
1: Ignite your best life. Yoga is the spark. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Yoga Hacks podcast. Today, we're continuing my conversation with Ellen Brenner. But more specifically, we're deep diving in this episode into aromatherapy, In particular, how to integrate essential oils into your practice for chakra healing, chakra balancing, exactly what oils to use on specific chakras, and how to use your intuition to work with the oils that are gonna be the most healing for you. We also cover a lot about essential oil safety and so much more. So I'm super excited to share and continue this interview with Ellen. Let's get started.
0: Okay, and so, and this is important because a lot of people get really excited and they get started with essential oils, which, you know, come in a bottle and there are drops that come out of it and they they get started one way or another and they think of them as essential oils. And essential oils are really um, two things. They come from nature um, and they are used in a practice called aromatherapy. They're really a tool of a, of a larger practice. And aromatherapy is another natural healing practice which uses um, pure and natural concentrated essences from aromatic plants. And they enhance the well-being of our mind, body, and spirit. They support our innate, our innate healing processes and they can help to improve our quality of life. And so these aromatic essences mostly, most commonly they're in the form of essential oils. Aromatherapy is a form of herbalism and aromatic healing which has been practiced you know, down through the ages since ancient times. But aromatherapy itself as a specific branch only dates back about a 1,000 years when stills were first introduced because essential oils are actually distilled. So um, modern aromatherapy actually got its start um, in the late 1930s, and today aromatherapy is employed in many ways, so it can be in the perfume and cosmetic industries, in skin care, in body work and spa treatments, in medical and clinical healing. Um, which, by the way, those are by trained practitioners, and also in psychological and spiritual spiritual support. So most often aromatherapy is used in the form of inhalation and then topical use. Essential oils and extracts are generally safe. We at Plant Therapy really strongly encourage users to become familiar with the appropriate role of aromatherapy to create realistic expectations as well as safe and appropriate practices. Those little drops in the bottle do come from nature they're distilled down from plant parts such as flowers leaves um, wood resins Um, and because they're um, because they are distilled and they're highly concentrated and i say they're little powerhouses that pack a potent punch and um, so it does require knowledge about proper application, such as blending and dilution rates and proper storage, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. So no worries. Um, it's a very expansive and dynamic field. Um, there's always more to learn, whether you're a beginner or a professional practitioner. So um, you know, if you're just getting started, don't worry. Even as a professional, I have probably at this point, 400 hours in um, learning um, and continuing to add. And uh, every time I open something new, I'm, I'm, I'm. There's just there's no end to the learning. So just just start from wherever you are, come with a beginner's mind, um, and be comfortable with that. So um, there's, there's holistic aromatherapy, which supports the mind, body, and the spirit. There's clinical aromatherapy, which is being used now in hospitals, and um, a lot in hospice care, which deals with the physical body. There's aromatherapy for the mind, which is dealing with emotional body. And then there's this really cool part called subtle aromatherapy which deals with the subtle body. So the spirit, the soul, the life force, our natural energy flow. And that's really what we're coming down to today when we talk about how aromatherapy is going to interact with the chakras. Um, Brad, I want to back up just a minute and you asked how aromatherapy works. And I just want to say that, um, so if you're using aromatherapy, before we get to the subtle aromatherapy, if you're using aromatherapy, let's say for holistic aromatherapy, That inhalation, it's the only, our scent is the only, um, it's the only scent that goes directly to the brain without passing go. So you inhale through the nose, it goes directly to the limbic system of the brain. Um, Some have said in less than a second, but it's pretty instantaneous. And it goes right to the seat of the brain where we process and store emotions, um, memories, stress. and all those things, and it begins to um, um, impact those. And also, when inhalation, it goes. It's it's actually the fastest route to the to the bloodstream. Um, when we inhale, it goes into our lungs, and it goes through the the gas exchange there. And it's the fastest route to the bloodstream. So you're affecting both your brain and you're affecting your body. So that would be if you're practicing um, traditional aromatherapy. Subtle aromatherapy works. Um, a bit differently
1: it sounds like what you're saying is that it's so powerful because through scent it it moves into our brain and therefore our nervous system immediately it yep. has an immediate effect yes
0: absolutely there's a blend that I have that has essential oils in it that are you know um, known for balancing the nervous system um they're known for balancing the the endocrine system or hormonal system and uplifting and i have a fear of um going over um i have a fear of heights and where i live um and where i have to commute i have to go over a, a large very high span bridge <laughs> and so when i'm at the toll booth i take us i take a whiff of this at the toll booth i don't care what they think you know and i take a big whiff of it and i'm like going over the bridge like all is well, all is great. Like, look at how pretty the water is down there, you know. So that's how it works for me. Um, that, you know, um, everybody's different, every oil's different, but in general, you know, we can make a general st- statement that it works works pretty quickly, so yeah.
1: Perfect. So yeah, tell us the difference between these two because I don't know if I've heard of this, so I'm excited to learn.
0: Yeah, so all right, so subtle aromatherapy is when we're using essential oils and other aromatic Extracts to help balance the chakras and the subtle body overall, and I and most especially in combination with the other self-balancing techniques. If you combine aromatherapy with, you know, your visualization, your yoga, you know, your journaling, um, your meditation, it's just it's just a wonderful synergy um, of the senses for the subtle body. I I mean it's kind of like a little turbo, turbo boost, and the way the way subtle aromatherapy works here is the thinking is, is that that because the I wanted to, I had mentioned before that this come that we look at these as drops in a bottle, but they really do come from nature, and that um, if everything if we believe that everything in the universe and everything in nature is vibrating, then we can use essential oils as a form of vibrational medicine to influence our energy centers and our subtle bodies. So what I really love about this, my two passions are energy medicine and aromatherapy. And what I really love is we're, again, we're taking the healing power of vibrational and energy medicine and the healing power of aromatherapy, and we're combining them in a synergy to support the subtle body. Um, Patricia Davis, I, I, I believe I, I is credited, wrote the first book on subtle aromatherapy um, really in 1991. And uh, Patricia Davis is credited as one of the mothers of, of modern aromatherapy. Um, but she did not tell people for the longest time that she was also um, intuitive and using oils for intuitive purposes. I mean, they just thought she was going to, people were going to think she was just a nut job. So she just didn't even talk about it. And finally, she just, Um, after just working with herself and others for many many years she finally just decided to write to write the book and this is all based on her intuition and her experience and so we credit her with coining the term subtle aromatherapy and um while others may have been doing it and um you know working with it she sort of brought together that collective thought and um There's really three primary approaches. I don't want to say they're the only approaches, but when you're out there, you'll hear about the meridian system of energy. So um, essential oils are also used um, to support the meridian system, which is used in acupuncture and traditional Chinese medicine. And then we're talking today about the chakra energy system, which is coming from the yoga, Ayurvedic um, energy medicine. And then also it's important general support our, our our natural energy flow. So things, in words you would use in yoga as well, like things like grounding and uplifting and protection and insight and that sort of thing. So the way the way Jody Kime, Jody Kime is another um author and speaker of on subtle aromatherapy. And the way she explained this is subtle aromatherapy uses the energetic properties of the essential oils to help bring balance to the human energy body to support optimal well-being. And the goal is. Uh, as we said before is to restore balance or a healthy pattern of vibration and so from a holistic standpoint again we were talking about the emotional and the physical realm and in the subtle aromatherapy, we're talking about um, we're talking about the again the vibration of the subtle body and again, Jody mentions that they are very supportive in self-balancing techniques such as meditation and visualization and affirmation so um I just want to let that digest for a minute, and then I know your question um, earlier on was how to get started, and um, and I want to say and I want to add in and not only how to get started, but how to get started safely and appropriately.
1: So this is great. So I'm sure everyone at home is so intrigued, and they're just wondering how to get started because I think people do, like you say, they have so much excitement around buying these oils. They feel like they have this magical thing in a jar. And then it's almost, I mean, I know for me, originally it was almost like a little disappointing because I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do with this, right? I didn't know how to use it safely. I didn't really know how to get started. So can you give us some general safety tips? And then of course I'm dying to hear kind of like what oils you recommend to use with what chakras and how to use them in that capacity. When you're
0: getting started in using subtle aromatherapy, it is a different. It is different than how you're going to use it in um, uh, holistic aromatherapy. And the three things that set it apart is, um, I'm, I know I'm repeating this, but you're bringing balance to the subtle body it's really important that you're using them with intention and again, positive intention. So when I blend, I actually, when I blend, whether I'm blending for pain for somebody or whether I'm blending for, um, uh, I'm blending for a subtle aromatherapy purpose, I'm always setting a positive intention before I start that blend. And let me tell you, if I'm in a bad mood, I don't blend. Um, that's something I learned from um, a teacher. So, yeah and you also use very little oil so um and that's that's a big difference. What is your primary concern to be addressed so if you've got ten things going on like pick one because you can't in energy medicine and you can't you, um you know you you just can't balance everything at one time so pick the thing that's bothering you the most or the greatest level of urgency and then again you know go back to determining what chakra you believe it's most closely aligned with. Um, Choose your self-balancing modalities um, or your your routine as Brett mentioned and then you're going to choose your oils to make a blend. And this is where um, I want to say something really important here. So this is really an intuitive art and it's not a science. I'm going to give you some how-to's but I'm going to kind of also throw that out the window. There's not really a this for that and when you open um, different books or different authors on subtle aromatherapy and you're looking for um, oils, it, you're also not gonna find complete agreement. And here's here's why. Um, the three most important aspects to blending with for subtle aromatherapy is one, again, setting the intention. Trust your intuition and inner knowing. Trust, trust, trust. There's so many times that I start a blend and it's like my intuition is yelling me, add rosemary, add bergamot. And I'm like, my head's going, why? That doesn't make any sense. And my intuition's saying, add rosemary. And my head's going, why? That doesn't make any sense. And finally, I just have to go with my intuition. I blend it. I go look up a couple authors, and it totally made sense. So trust your, just trust your intuition. And the third thing that you always want to do is, once you put some things together, always, how does it make you feel? So I'm going to offer up some, I'm going to, um, offer up some things here, um, to get you started. But just please, if you don't remember anything else, if you grab an oil, you could, you could almost, in a sense, you could almost grab any oil, set an intention, trust your intuition and see how it makes you feel. Um, now that being said, when you're choosing oils, you know, understand your issues, understand what you want to accomplish. It's really good when you, um, either before you buy an oil or maybe you bought an oil intuitively, read about it and understand it. If you're intuitively drawn to it and how does it make you feel, that could be all you need to know. And also what scents are you drawn to? Because this isn't one of the things where it's sort of like take your medicine, it's good for you. If you're adverse if if, if scent if a scent affects you adversely, you know it's probably
1: not gonna help you energetically. So this is really interesting. So what you're saying here is that Even if someone is relatively new to oils, they can have an intuitive experience picking out the oils they want to use on any given day or maybe even for any given chakra. And that might look like them maybe taking the bottle cap off, smelling it, sitting with Mm -hmm. that for a minute, seeing Mm -hmm. how it affects them, maybe smelling Mm -hmm. another one, and then deciding Mm -hmm. which they want to use or if they want to use a blend of the two. Am I is, is that sort of what this Absolutely. looks like? Yes.
0: Absolutely. I mean, it could be, it okay. could be as simple okay. as that's, that. That's very, be, very it, cool. It, it could be as simple as reaching into your oils and, and, you know, and saying, you know, I, um, you know, so let's say you look at all the books and you feel like you have, um, an issue going on with your second chakra. And you just want to keep going toward um, rosemary. And you look at all the books, and, and rosemary is not necessarily indicated. And so I don't want you to put rosemary back and say, that's wrong, I shouldn't use it, that's not going to work, it's not going to balance my chakra today. If you are reaching toward rosemary, and rosemary, and you smell it, and you feel better, and you, and you, it, it I want to just say the word, it, it resonates with you, use rosemary. You know, there's a reason for it that maybe beyond your understanding at the moment, but it's not gonna hurt you. Um, and if you feel like it helps you, then you're not wrong. Often times, I play a little you know game with myself. I try to um, keep my intuition, intuition sharp, and I'm making a blend, and I don't go look things up. I, I will grab two or three things, and um, I, I did this the other day with um, Spearmint, and Spearmint, Like, you look in all the books, and spearmint's not necessarily indicated for a third chakra issue, and and dang it, I wanted spearmint, and I'm like, why do I want, so, but my, 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 my physical, my mind body, my emotional body wanted to know. So I blended with it, I felt better, it felt great, but I, I, I always want to know why. I went and looked it up. And one of the qualities of spearmint is it's really expansive. I mean, if you think about how spearmint grows, you plant it in your backyard, it is gonna just expand like wildfire. And my sense of personal power needed a sense of expansiveness at the moment. And that's why I needed spearmint. I didn't understand it at the moment, but I understood it later.
1: Mm, I love this so much because it seems like it's just this beautiful hybrid of left and right brain and like not getting so caught up because I think I, and of course I do. And I'm sure a lot of people listening to this podcast have that like giant book. Do you know the one that I'm talking, I'm sure there's a lot of them, but like that have like every oil and every medical condition ever listed. And it's like this giant encyclopedia. And what you're saying is like, you don't have to live in the context of that book. Yes. Educate yourself. Yes. Look things up. Yes. I mean, especially even afterwards, it's really interesting to kind of like reverse figure out why you chose something. But that are, I, I love what what I think is so exciting for me about what you're saying here is because, especially in a lot of the work I do with myofascial release and my own hands-on healing practice, um, which is much more physical than, oh, uh, well, it's energetic too, mm-hmm. but that is, that is that the body has this innate capability to heal. The body is a self-healing mechanism. The body wants to heal. So from that lens or viewpoint, it would make perfect sense that our body and our sense of smell would be able to point us or sniff us in the direction of the oils that are going to be the most healing for us in any given moment, given our intention. So I can literally sit and say, I'm trying to work with my first chakra today. I'm, I'm trying to feel more safety in my life and then start smelling some things and seeing what I'm drawn to.
0: Right, and trust your trust your inner wisdom. Trust your inner wisdom. Trust your own information. Now, I know, like having said that, like everybody listening is going to be, well, that's great, Ellen, but like, can you give us some places to get started? Because that's really kind of you know, that's you know, like we just like we we want to know some to buy. We want to know some to work with, and I'm going to do that as well. But I just want to put that out there, um, and just to just to give people that sense of. If something doesn't match with them, it doesn't resonate with them, like it's it's okay, you know, or something that does, it's okay too. Um,
1: Ellen, are any of these oils so powerful that they could, like someone could accidentally hurt themselves? Like I often hear, you know, clary sage or, you know, shouldn't be used at certain times in pregnancy. Or, you know, there's all sorts of right. kind of like scary things you hear. So. In your experience, is this something people need to be worried yes. about when picking the oils intuitively, or would our body kind of steer us away from that anywhere? Just mm-hmm. I'm just curious your thoughts on that.
0: Not worried about uh, but 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 oh, have respect for and aware of. So this is why I say when you get an oil, when you get an oil, um read up on it, like know the the know the physical issues, know the physical properties, because um, you may pick it for subtle reasons, but it's still going to have an impact on the emotional and physical body, and there's still, the contra- you know, things that may have contraindications, reasons not to use at certain times, um, are gonna still stand true. So, you know, um, so I'm talking about picking an oil that may already be in your treasure chest, but when you get the oil, it's, it, you know, it's really important to be familiar with it and what um, it, some, you know, safety concerns may or may not be. Um, so that's, that's definitely important um, to, to do, um, for sure. Um, so some people, um, say, okay, well, okay, I'm going to trust my intuition, but can you give me some, cause I, I, you know, I've gone through that with people and then they kind of just look at me with this glaze look and they're like, okay, but can you tell me how to get started? And so or it's like, like when you're in the say,
1: department store and like you're smelling so yeah. many perfumes and they're like, they all right. just smell the same. I don't know. Right.
0: So I want to give you a couple pathways, and I want to give you a couple pathways to get started. I mean, I'm still, I'm st- I'm still a student at this myself, and you know, getting to you know, sort of, it's like layers of layers and layers of complexity that you can get into, and it, you know, and if you're into this, I mean, it just gets really cool. But um, but let's just keep this simple for today. So, you know, the, <coughs> excuse me, the most obvious and the most simplest. Some simplistic form is looking at the color of the plant um, and or the oil and, and thinking about the color of the chakra. So um, for the first chakra, that could be um,